It's one o'clock. Inspiration 92.3 FM. Motherland of the world, Africa. We love you. <laughs> 92.3 Inspiration FM. Happy Sunday to everyone out there. Welcome to Wellness Half Hour. And today we have lots to learn, lots to share. My name is Sharice Ejoweri, and today I'm your host for Wellness Half Hour. We also say Happy Women's Month once again. We're quite um, excited for the lineup that we have coming Sundays. Last week we spoke on undue pressures women face, and we learned a lot from Mar- Margot, and this week we are speaking on breaking the barriers that women face of course on wellness half hour we also share with you the pillars of wellness spiritual mindset nutrition lifestyle and environment and so yes we know that women are very important women are multitaskers Women also face a lot. And so in the studio with me today, we have Petrania Wirtz Onoha. And she will be speaking and sharing with us some experiences regarding breaking the bias, breaking the barriers. And so Petrania, welcome. Thank you so much. I love it when the music comes on and it just creates such a wonderful atmosphere gets me ready and fine so thank you for having me today yes so first question our listeners you know this past week was international women's day and they you know many people didn't understand that whole theme that came with it breaking the bias what does that mean okay i love that thank thank you for that question with the breaking the barriers and breaking the bias that's really saying imagine you're on a track field and as you're moving down the you know you're you're trying to run through your lane and all you see are hurdles all you see are hurdles and maybe the first hurdle is one that you can step over and that may be i needed a college degree okay and then that that next hurdle maybe is a little higher that says okay I need to network in order to get into a particular role. Then that next hurdle is a little higher that says that I need to be in the right location maybe to be Mm. promoted into a role and then be chosen for the project team and keep on delivering, 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 feeling as if you have, actually I was going to say the risk around that because breaking barriers, I love that we're breaking barriers. I was on here last time talking about Frank Bannister, who was the first to break the four-minute mile. And it's important to break the limits so that people know that there really are no limits, only the ones in our minds. Mm. But what I want to make sure that we are cautious about, because too much of any good thing is actually bad, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that as we're breaking barriers, we don't let the barriers break us. Mm. Mm -hmm. Don't let the barriers break you. And even with bias, I'm sorry, I didn't address that one. But the bias is basically saying, I remember in, in 
When I first got into my job at Shell, it was another woman that said it. She said, Petrinia, you work like a man. You are a man. <laughs> and I was like, that is so fully loaded. But it showed her conditioning. It showed that she believed that being very committed and putting work as a high priority, maybe not my highest all the time, but what she was seeing from me looked and felt like a man. Can you imagine if a man would have said that? I probably would have had a whole different response. Mm -hmm. That's an example of bias where people begin to say, no, you maybe you shouldn't have that job so you can get home in time to cook dinner for your mm -hmm. husband. You know, that's what some of the bias is. Or I don't know if a woman can, can take, you know, um, I used to wear steel toes and jeans and, and safety glasses in a very heavy manufacturing environment. I was the first black female engineer there. And there were some people who thought, um, don't you have three children at home and, and why are you still here in the plant doing this? But those, those are some of the things that we run into in terms of bias. And it's usually a symptom of the person's conditioning, the person's exposure and their beliefs, even if they're conscious of them or not, often is, is really another question. But I wanted to just share a work experience, which I let the barrier boomerang about beat me. It hmm. about it, it yeah about took me out. So when I came here in 2003, my first job at Reliance Bank, I was completely paranoid. Completely paranoid. We had a recruitment process going on, and guess what my job was? My job was group head of management services. HR reported to me, but I had no HR manager. Corporate affairs reported to me, but no corporate affairs manager. The only manager that I had was the admin, right? So it was like anybody I brought in wasn't good enough for my DMD, my MD. So it was just perpetual process I couldn't feel. So I ended up having to do a lot of the work directly with the very junior people. And we had 22 jobs. We received 2,000 applicants. And my boss told me, he basically threatened me. He said, if people are able to cheat on this exam, you will lose your job, boo. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so imagine I had left my very established home in the United States, moved here with three kids, making, you know, much lower salary than I had in the States. But the barrier that I needed to break was a barrier in this new country to show that maybe I wouldn't have all the external comforts, but the thing we were looking for for our kids, the exposure and all of that was big enough. And that was a barrier that I had to break. So I'll just tell a story very quickly. He threatened me with the job. 2,000 papers, guys. So I actually couldn't trust anyone, had me not believing anyone. <laughs> I wrote the test myself. And then I went to a friend's company and recruited all my children and their friends. And we did an assembly line to print and staple those <laughs> things. So there's an example of being completely paranoid and stressed out, trying to perform, trying to be the... Type A, drive, 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 get it done. He yeah. had no idea how, how I got how it How it happened. Wow. But, so, mm -hmm. I, I, sorry, I know that breaking the bias and breaking barriers sometimes means we are, we are proving ourselves. And in proving ourselves, sometimes you get run down, but you do what you need to do in order to get things done. Exactly. So, what, what happens is when we begin to say yes, maybe when we should be saying no mm -hmm. when um we believe we're the only ones that can do the thing that's why we don't train people 
and are able to delegate. We can't take the day off because we're the only ones that can do it. So that's around leadership skills and believing and in developing others so that they can step in. And I, I know that many people struggle with that, especially entrepreneurs, especially moms, especially women, because one is, yes, we want to get this particular thing done perfectly and we feel that we don't trust anyone to carry out that job but as you rightly said if we're able to delegate then time management and picking on other things you know helps us yeah i think also um realizing that we are not defined by what we achieve when our self-esteem is wrapped around our achievements then when we're not achieving, then we're feeling empty. We're feeling unfulfilled. And even after, sometimes when we do achieve, we only feel fulfilled for a short amount of time. <laughs> and, and, and that's really symptomatic of just chasing and trying to prove to others and maybe even to prove to yourself. You've got some inner saboteurs that are working with you, telling you that you are what you do. And I actually, I actually dealt with that because um, in my upbringing, achievement was the currency of my father's affection. So I kept achieving, and it looked great on a resume. But for everything you do, there's a trade-off. There's a price that you pay. So when I said yes to spending more time on a job, you know, when I first came to Nigeria, I was doing 13-hour days. And I was a single mom with three kids because my husband was in the Delta working for oil company. So that, you know, there was a price to pay. And as I was researching for this particular um, session, I was like, I've had that symptom. I've had that symptom. I've had mm -hmm. that symptom. When you're, there was a period here where I was frequently finding myself at Reddington. They knew me. They didn't have to pull up my card. It would say Happy Trina. So I understand what it looks like when maybe you're needing to prove things even to yourself. You know, what's the next barrier? I think it's important to realize that it's not the end goal that will, that will give us satisfaction. Mm -hmm. We need to position our brains so that we are having experiences that excite us along the journey. Because so, mm -hmm. let, let me just cut in a minute and say, for those listening, especially moms and especially husbands as well, many times um, your wives are trying to prove themselves to you. Uh, they are trying to do all to show that they are the best mom or the best wife. And sometimes also your children are doing the same thing. And in doing these different tasks and taking on things, even though they're exhausted, um, sometimes they're not enjoying the experience that they should have. So maybe they don't have a memory of that event because they were all just trying to put things together and make sure everything is right for everybody else. Mm -hmm. I've, de I've definitely been there. Um, I'm a mother of five and I have gotten to see how when you say yes to everything, you're really saying no to yourself. Hmm. And, and, and I, I, I think that's the really key thing that in life, you do have the opportunity to be selective and focused. Yes, multitasking is required to some extent as a mother. You've got to kind of keep an eye on a couple of things. But when you have the opportunity to focus, take that focus because that's where the depth of experience is going to be. Take it from some things that I've experienced in life where I've been on holidays, but
but the kids remember the experience and I wasn't really there because I had worked from the three you know the time difference and then when they got up I was physically there but I wasn't emotionally invested in what was going on and at the end of the day isn't that what it's all about mm-hmm. so I'm not saying don't break barriers go after it but what I was with a young lady this week and she said to me Mrs. Onaha, your generation was about grinding. My generation, 30s and younger, we've seen the grind and we see what the byproduct of it hmm. is. And we understand that we need balance. Wow, that's, that's deep. And I, I just want to bring you back to that phrase where you said, if you're always saying yes to everything, whether it's the PTAs, the volunteer this and that that people really you know try and bring you in if you say yes to everything you're saying no to yourself exactly. that's really exactly. deep yes and, and it's about boundaries um Petrinia speaks if you go to my youtube channel you've actually just loaded something about boundaries for your mind and how setting boundaries is a wonderful way for self-care because you're not in a space of expecting that people should know they're asking too much, but then you're feeling guilty that you should say yes, and it ends up being just this one wonderful <laughs> kind of miscommunication where you're getting bitter about mm-hmm. taking on too much, and you're thinking that the other person should know they're putting too much on you, but if you don't tell them, how, how will they, they know? Exactly. So boundaries and toxicity and workplace, all of those things, we have some control. So when we look at what is it that we can control, we need to begin to look at um, legacy, long-term. What is the story that we want to tell? And a lot of people um, do this using an obituary. Hmm. When you say, when you think about and think about every time you leave a funeral, that feeling that you have, you say, ah, I want my life to count. I want it to matter. I want so write what what you want that to say and then that sets a vision around your values a vision around your priorities in your mind and you then start saying yes to things that give you the end story that you're looking for and that might mean you're not on the PTA but you have a friend that's a stay-at-home mom who kind of fills in and looks out for stuff on for you tells you when you just need to come I mean, I was a working mom for 30 years straight, and I always had people in my circle. So that's the point, is support. I always had people in my circle who did not have the work demands that I had. So they had a perspective that still helped me to be a good mom, but I didn't have to be physically present at everything to actually be present at everything. That's very interesting, yeah. And that's a lot to take away now, f- for women with breaking the bi- the barriers, breaking the bias, what are some of the signs that we should look out for? Well, first in breaking the barriers, I would say I would love if we don't have to have any first female, first gender this, first black mm, this in my okay. daughter's lifetime. I would love that all of those particular barriers begin to go away and it just becomes we have a wonderful candidate doing that role and it's not about how I'm packaged but that's not today so in order to get to that place we are going to have to break through some barriers and be willing 
to risk it. I would say in the bias, you have to find ways to call people on their bias. And I think Minda Hartz has done a great job. Um, oh, what's the name of Minda's book? But it's M-I-N-D-A and H-A-R-T-S. And she talks about being a woman of color, how to get a city at the table, how to get into the room, and how to be valued when you get there. And a part of that is being able to call people on their bias. And in Nigeria, it's an extra piece of that, isn't it? I was uh, with a circle of HR leaders a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about the fact that uh, once upon a time, you wouldn't promote women who were pregnant, right? You wouldn't hire women who were pregnant. And what a long way we have come. So I think it's important to honor that we have some distance travel. We still have a way to go, but also every, every change requires the, what we have the rider and we have the elephant. The rider is us who wants to change our rational mind, but the elephant represents our emotion. And that emotion is steeped in old beliefs and is steeped in memories, not necessarily futuristic. So any type of change that we want to have is going to require some patience and persistence. So going after the barriers is excellent. I just want to caution and share a couple of things about not letting the barriers beat you. So it's about balance. Everything can't be balanced all the time. So there are going to be periods where your work has a very high volume. There's going to be periods where maybe your children have high volume. There's going to be a period where your, um, I was just telling um, Ego about my retreat me time. I was just at the beach for the last three days. Personal retreat, my space. Here's the other thing that often um, women have a challenge with because all of us, uh, many of us are control freaks. I don't know about anybody in the room, but <laughs> many of us are perfectionists. Nobody can do it like us. And that means that we're in the do, do, do mode again. We are what we achieve. It's important to be able to slow down, quiet your mind, and allow. Just allow whatever's going to happen. And how does that happen? These are practices of resilience and staying power. It's using your breath work. I know you, we've had speakers on that talked about breath work. Pick that up. That is so useful. Meditation is a wonderful way to quiet your mind and just allow whatever's there. The honest truth is meditation is very hard for some go-getters because they don't like the quiet. They want to fill it with something. And often it's because we are running away from something. So I want you to just sit with that. Because what meditation allows you to do is then have your intuition, you get gut instinct playing out, and you'll be even more effective at bake, breaking the barriers because you'll be using your sixth sense. I'll stop there. Um, if we can go through some of the stages of stress syndrome or how else, however else you want to move forward. But I'm hoping that's something that will help people to know what to do to be proactive in catching yourself before burning. Yes, we, we certainly need to hear those steps. So I know you've touched so far on balance, on patience, on persistence, balance with yourself, especially. Um, and then, yes, let's speak about the ways that we can, you know, relax and identify when we feel like pressures are building up. OK, 
Okay, okay. One thing I, I just want to um, throw out, because I love to give exercises, because you're hearing, and I want you to say doers of the word. Let's be <laughs> doers of the word. <laughs> so, self-compassion. I want you to just take 15 minutes, catch yourself, maybe any negatives that you are thinking. You know, our, our mind is like a monkey mind, where our thoughts are tree branches, and the monkeys jump it around from thought to thought to thought sometimes. You'll Notice it if you're waking up in the middle of the night. Oh, I haven't finished that project. Oh, I got to make that call. Oh, I got to do the email. So often those conversations, I want you to just write down 15 minutes. That's all I'm asking. And then what I want you to do is take whatever is written down there and go talk to someone you love and give them feedback based on what you wrote down. So the example would be, ah, I'm always running late. What you would say to someone you love would be, we need to get a little better at time management, and I think we're moving in that direction. Right? Yeah. That so, positive affirmation. Ah, because sometimes the things that we say to ourselves, we just never we, right. say to someone we love. Yeah. So I want you to try that exercise. It's a wonderful way for self-compassion. Because what I want you to begin to do is get in the mirror and speak those things to yourself. Just love yourself and allow Everything is not going to be perfect. If it was all perfect, why would you need tomorrow? Hmm. That's interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Love that. Mm -hmm. So let me just share. I'll just do maybe a quick fire. Um, some of the stages that let you know that maybe the barriers are breaking you is the just excessive drive and ambition. Again, drive and ambition is a really, really good thing, but an overdue of anything can be a challenge. So know your why why am i going after this goal do i do i think i'm going to be the best person on the new york on the nigeria stock exchange to be able to improve things or am i just trying to get there so i have one more line in my bio hmm. Man. ask yourself you know those mirror talks <laughs> self talks be honest with yourself okay know your why and then it will give your drive and ambition more purpose and it'll feel more fulfilling on your journey, when you have down, downfalls and when you have to make decisions on, you know, what am I going to say yes to right now? Um, pushing yourself to work harder, neglecting your own needs. That's why that quiet time is important so you can even hear what your needs are. You know, there are people who, you know, haven't been to the doctor in forever. And yeah. When they go, they wonder how did it get so bad. Well, your, your body had to break down to get your attention. Yes, because yes. those simple signs you know that we don't listen to the headache maybe the stomach ache maybe the not sleeping well you feeling so exhausted it's those little signs that your body is giving you and mine used to show up in my throat i would lose my voice at least four times a year when i was in the states and i mean hindsight has so much wisdom in it but while you're going through it you're just like ah i'm grinding i'm grinding so <laughs> I'm hoping that some of this experience can shine some light into people still on the journey. So neglecting our needs, um, displacement of the conflict, like blaming on other people that you're worn out when in fact you're the one that, that's, you know, choosing to do this. No, now wait just a moment, Petrinia. I do mm -hmm. want to say that as we're saying the needs of ourselves, that it's okay to reach out to whether it's your spouse and say, you know what, I just need a massage because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I know that sometimes we do just you know hold ourselves together like no I'm I'm doing this myself 
you know, but reaching out and just allowing yourself, let those guards down for a moment for the one that you love and allow them to treat you that it's okay. Yes. I think you and I are in the wellness business and we're talking to people all the time and seeing live cases where people have said yes for many, many years. Now they're they're angry, they're mm-hmm. depressed, they're wondering if they can make up the time. And it's like, you know, let's make our yes have some value by making it a scarcity, you know? Say yes to the things that really are important. And here's a fun spin. My husband and I years ago took a massage class together. So we learned how to massage each other. Okay. So even as you are communicating your need, you could see how that could become another fun time. Mm-hmm. If you're um, doing the massage um, and caring for each other, how about that? Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's good. Doing that together before the other person is like, well, you learned it. So just go ahead and do it. Exactly. You know, you know, baby, if you don't use the skills, you're going to lose the skills. So mm-hmm. let's go practice, right? <laughs> Some of some of the other things are really around denial. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. This is just I just don't have time right now. And you're angry. Yeah. So snapping all the time. Yeah, you're snapping at people and they're wondering what. And you're maybe might be snapping at the house help. And I always caution people about snapping at house help because they are fixing your food. So <laughs> <laughs> So mind yourself. I'm sorry, just a little humor. But, in fact, frustration can show up as anger. Inadequacy can show up as anger. So mm. it's like the fruit of it, but people hide some of, I don't know if I can, I can do it all. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm fearful. But it manifests as anger. And then you notice people kind of give you space. You're isolated. They think you're short with them. And you're like, how is my mind doing this? Because that's not really what I want to do. Right. So you, one of the things that you want to do anytime you start any growth is to learn how to manage your mind make sure that your mind is good to you how do you make your mind treat you well so anyway that's the that's the type of work that we do with our coaching um with Petrinia speaks and with our more joy lifestyle coaching so you think you need any of that look us up um let's see just the last three i want to point out are inner emptiness or anxiety do you ever notice yourself panting really hard and you're like, where did my breath go? Why am I, why am I short of breath? Why am I, <sighs> you're not out of shape maybe, but you're shallow breathing. All of that is telling you and giving you signs. Depression is another thing and it's a plethora of, you know, symptoms with depression, but a lot of it is just, your mojo is just gone. Your energy is zapped. No matter what you do, your get up and go has gotten up and went. So <laughs> those give you, oh, a mental physical collapse would be the last one. I told you I used to live at Reddington at a point in my life, so I've, I've been there. It's so important to break the barriers because someone needs to, because um, gender is not a basis for success and accomplishment. But we need to make sure that we're here for the long haul a marathon. I woke up this morning to um, learn the death of Tracy Braxton and it just lets us know all of us have an end date. So if you are very intentional on what you want to achieve and you have a good understanding of your purpose and your why, then it allows you to be, to be very focused 
and what you say yes to and make your yes mean yes and your no mean no with no guilt no is a complete sentence and that's from pamela jean works public <laughs> sister thanks no no is a complete sentence yeah and that can be said nicely <laughs> because nicely. you know those people who are expecting you to say yes when you say no they do take a step back like did you just say no mm-hmm. you know and it's okay so loving yourself oh and in-laws we didn't talk about in-laws because in-laws do play a role in that pressure to perform you know you're performing in the workplace and then you've got to have the perfect home got to make the meal like mama did all those kind of pressures i think having an agreement with your husband is really yes. going to go a long way yes to, to buffer a lot of those things so see if you can work with a person that loves you so <laughs> yes support is everything exactly so petrania is also a life coach and sometimes we do need those life coaches to hold our hand help us through what we're getting through um help us to Go over that hurdle. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to wrap up really quick, um, we are uh, going on the breaking the barriers, self-compassion, knowing your why, uh, balance is important, loving yourself. And with all of this, actually, today, uh, TW Oasis is having a program on Facebook. So you can just log in on Facebook to learn more about mental health, relationship, uh, fashion, health itself, the mind of men, the mind of women, just listening in and gaining some tips here and there. So thank you so much, Petrania. We have really learned a lot from you today on breaking the bias breaking the barriers and don't let the barriers break don't let the barriers break you (laughs) love that thank you so much all right thank you so much have a wonderful day happy sunday everyone